what up, what up, airs and co airs. It is Elliot Nelson along with my beautiful wife, Larissa Nelson. Hey guys, it's not nighttime, so. So her energy should be, <laughs> she already kind of led into what I was getting ready to say, but we have a brand new schedule for you guys. When we started off this podcast, we said that we were going to do episodes weekly. Well, it turns out <laughs> that we did not do that. And we failed drastically at that, but we were still remaining consistent at the same time, making sure you got episodes whenever we could record them. And this is the part of learning about being just a whole individual, but also being married, is that you really have to be self-aware of yourself. Um, And Larissa finally came to me and she said, babe, the nighttime thing not working for me no more, okay? Only thing I want to do at 6 o'clock after six o'clock when the Lord is asleep is to lay down, watch my show, take a shower, get some good sex in and go to sleep. Okay. I don't want to record at night. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. Okay. You can't get my best self at night. The only time you can get my best self is for other things. Okay. That's about it. So we started toying around with different things. And she said, Saturday, we record Saturdays. During the Lord's nap. And so, hello from the past, because you're going to get this on now Mondays or Tuesdays. I'm thinking really Tuesday because Monday I want to uh, try to do some uh, one-off content with just me, uh, which is called, I'm not going to reveal that right now because I'm still working on it. But case in point, you're going to be getting episodes not on Fridays anymore, but on Tuesdays. Tuesdays is Air Tuesdays, okay? On Air Podcast will come out on Tuesdays. We're recording on Saturday, and we are going to look to... Not making any promises. We're gonna look to give you guys episodes every week for I mean, the rest. I know we of, got a lot going on. I know, Shoot. but I think we should still try to strive to give them weekly episodes. So that is what we're gonna do. Is that so? Yeah. Welcome to back to the on air podcast for those of y'all who are returning and for those of y'all who new who are new. Thank you for joining us. If you have not already, go ahead, hit the subscribe button, uh, and go ahead. I almost said notification bell, like it's YouTube. Lord Jesus. Um, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, save it on Spotify. I don't know how that works. Google Play, whatever all that is. Make sure you leave a review and also follow us on Instagram, the Air Society. All right. This is an Air Society podcast. That means that there's probably going to be another Air Society podcast coming at any point in time. I just don't know when. Uh, and apparel always is coming when I decide for it to come. So, that said, all of the particulars out the way, you already know who we are. We are heirs. And today we're talking about a particular topic. Okay. You know, my wife and I are married clearly because I just said my wife, but we've been listening to y'all's ideologies about marriage and yuck. <laughs> it, it's most, and it's coming from most people who are not married. Not most people, all people who are not married. Who raised y'all? Uh, and that's a little joke joke for those because I know y'all like to, to take things and and spew them over into other stuff. But my wife uh, sent me a video of somebody. We talked a little bit about this on another podcast or maybe it was on a vlog. But, yeah, we we started listening to, to someone talk about marriage and their view was just skewed. Yeah. So skewed to the point where we're like, man, like, Y'all gonna stop talking. Here's my here's my thought going into this conversation was that y'all talking wild on on marriage, 
And when you talk wild on marriage, you really talking wild on God. Like, let's. It's let's, like that um, that viral tweet going around on Twitter. Like, y'all could talk about my marriage all y'all want, but I'm gonna be somebody's wife. Yeah, like case in point, like y'all, y'all, y'all really or y'all can water down. I think oh, water, that's yeah, what it says. yeah. Well, you can water down marriage all you want, but I'm gonna be somebody's wife, be somebody's husband, and, and listen to me carefully, y'all. Like. I understand the world going to be the world, but the world has really dumbed down marriage. Yeah, it really has. To some, it's just some, like, growing up, you know, a lot of people who are against marriage will always say, oh, it's just a piece of paper. But the the thing that gets me is people talk so bad about marriage, but it's like, y'all still want to boo. Right. So, so what? And, and, I don't get it. You know uh, what's interesting that because that people still want to boost, still, people still want to you know shack up and do all these different things. Crazy thing is that when you're not married, you're not entitled to that person's stuff, and that's not the reason for uh, you to get married. But I just have a lot to say. Uh, well, let me get let me get my ish off real quick. <laughs> but for example, DMX is when he died, his I guess they called her living girlfriend or whatever. She was not entitled to any of the stuff he left because married to him. And so there's a big, big importance into marriage, not just specifically off of that, but on many different, you know, time frames and constructs that, that there is, right? But I just want y'all to stop talking greasy on marriage, bro. Like, please stop talking greasy. Okay, go ahead. Get your ish off. I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't know what to, where to start. For me, most of the time when... People say that, oh, I, I don't want to get married or I don't need to get married or it's just a piece of paper. I feel like they're looking at it from the legal standpoint, which, I mean. I still don't understand it. Yeah. It, it's just a lot. It's like. Because even the government rewards you for being married. <laughs> they reward you, but also it's like, I feel like it's harder for people who are rich and have a lot of assets and stuff to view marriage through a beneficial lens and more of a risk. It's like marriage is more of a risk risk to me, but I, I mean, I, I have a lot to say. I just, don't, I don't want to come across like I'm offending anybody or like I'm this is what we do this is what we do but this is just it's a very to the people and we and we make them like hey it's a very sensitive topic but at the same time I don't care how sensitive it is I just feel like we should obviously we should be challenging people um to think about the yeah about the way they think but also most of the time you know these people are non-believers. So it's like, how do we flip this? Because majority of our listeners are believers. Right. And so how is this conversation going to be beneficial? Are we talking to believers with twisted views? Yes. Okay. Yes. So Because there are believers who have twisted views. Because we are, one, because we are in sin nature, so there's always going to be some believers who have twisted views. Just like, i.e., right. there's believers who think that it's okay to be tarot readers, tarot card readers. Right, well, I, like, I've never met a believer who has a twisted view on marriage, honestly. Or have I? Have I? Maybe you might have seen it in, in passing, like on the thing, social media the or something. The thing with that is... But I think we're also talking about people who are so claiming to be of of Christ, because that's right. another aspect, too. Where there are believers who are sold out and like they 
they are letting God renew their mind. And there are people who claim Christ, who who say like, oh, I love Jesus. Like just people who walk around and say, I love Jesus. And then they'll talk about all this other nonsense that Jesus don't even, you know, well, claim to. in that case, I just feel like most of the time people are looking through marriage or at marriage through a broken lens. And so a lot of their ideas and the perspectives and their beliefs when it does come to marriage, comes from a broken place, a broken yeah. past. Somebody hurt me. Somebody cheated on me. Somebody did this. Somebody did that. And so, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's not fair because what are the facts? The facts are marriage is the most sacred thing on earth, literally. Mm-hmm. Because why? It mirrors the relationship that Christ has with his bride, the church. Yeah. And so, of course, the enemy is going to perverse that and, you know, make it seem like, oh, it's not this big of a deal. When in reality, there are a lot of things that happened for me individually, for Elliot individually, and as us or for us, to us as a couple as soon as we said I do. And I don't think that most believers look at it from if if marriage mirrors Christ in the church. Yeah. Right? And there's this natural there's this legal aspect naturally. Right? So like when we get married there's a legal there's a legal aspect meaning you have to sign documents and you got to do x y and z like the government is involved. Yeah. Spiritually, there's a legal aspect to marriage. Okay. When you come into covenant marriage with someone else, mm-hmm. and it gets pretty deep because, in, and I don't want to get into all like the intricacies of everything, but the quote unquote white, the right way, right? So a man comes together, a woman comes together, the woman is a virgin. She's never had sex before. They mm-hmm. come together and blood is shed. Mm-hmm. You're getting deep, but it's good. Go ahead. <laughs> that's what I said. I don't want to get into the intro. That's what I said. It is deep. So they come together. The blood is shed. Mm-hmm. And that blood that uh, seals the marriage, consummate the marriage, or whatever that word is, the blood is, I would say, the pen in the spirit realm. Mm-hmm. Of you two signing that legal document, yeah, and so, but isn't that the same, or how is that also the same with people who aren't virgins? Because some people will also like I know what you I know where you're going, but some people might hear this and say, "Well, I'm not a virgin, so does that mean?" Well, that's my- why I said it's deep, and I don't feel like it. <laughs> because, and then people people will try to say, "Oh, well, you know, if you play sports, you're." Uh, I think it's like your hymen or something can be knocked out of place and some it's a, it's a, it's a bunch of like <laughs> I don't I don't want to hear that. <laughs> it's a bunch of oh well, you know, I bled and I'm not a virgin so like okay, we're not talking about that. But I'm but I'm giving you the example. I'm giving you of the way that the Lord set it up. For the sake of the conversation though, for people who aren't virgins, if you come together, that's why it's important for you to consummate your marriage, period, point blank. That's what I'm saying though. Yeah. And and that's and initially I'm saying this is why the Lord set it up this way. Yeah. That's this is why we're not supposed to have sex outside of marriage. Ah, uh, 
You see what I'm saying? Because it's like literally you're entering into a covenant, whether it's legal or not. So when you have sex outside of marriage, you're entering into an illegal covenant. Uh So when it's done inside the bounds of marriage, it's legal. And so, you know, you have to sign all of these documents and y'all know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. I don't even know where I, where, where was I even. Going you just with said this? you got you got a lot of ish to get off. <laughs> yeah. Got a lot of stuff oh, to get off okay. Your chest. So because people, <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to speak my words wisely, which is why I keep or carefully, which is why I keep like pausing and thinking through this. But people complain about the legal aspect of marriage. Well, when you're having sex outside of marriage, it really doesn't matter because you're you're. <sighs> How can, I, how can I say all this without Girl if you don't say what you got to say <laughs> Without stepping, Okay you, you you talk and I'll get my ideas off So so I guess to pinpoint The uh, I mean one Consummating the marriage but also two like A lot of people are in Quote unquote illegal relationships That they shouldn't be in I was, I was thinking Oh wait in the example sorry. No go ahead <laughs> go The ahead. example that I gave About the blood shedding Mm-hmm. So you know how I said marriage is the mirror mm-hmm. and it is the thing that, you know, mirrors Christ in the church or whatever. Why do you think Jesus had to die on the cross? So that we have a covenant with him. Precisely. His his blood was shed basically as proof that he's in relationship with the church, that he's. Big fast. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So yep. anyway, yeah, I had I had the thought. And I think the other thought too was that you know, like I said, I'm not trying to police anybody who's having premarital sex or anything like that. Like don't don't get it. Oh no, no no no! Please believe because listen, we get it. We I come I I can't speak from Elliot, but I come from an extremely dirty past. Okay. Well, okay, my my past is dirty, but I guess not that dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, so not not to you know speak speak ill on you know premarital. I mean, I'm, let me not say speak ill because the devil's a liar anyway. Um, right. Because he does have have a lot of people confused with you know premarital sex. Like you know the the idea that this is not a sex conversation, but I'm just gonna go there. The idea that sex does not uh, connect two people together is really weird to me. And the reason why it's weird to me, and we're talking about you know I guess the follow the title of the inheritance of marriage or whatever but if we're talking about marriage i know for a fact that if my wife and i go even a couple of days without sex <laughs> almost boy is it is it rough in this house you know what i'm saying and so i want people to look at marriage not as just some piece of paper because i get the whole like you just get a certificate and blah, blah, blah. i can do that by just you know us living together and all these different things yeah but see Here's the here's the the thing about marriage that I love that most people really don't uh don't really rock with is the simple that when you're in it you there is no running like period point blank Larissa could wake up tomorrow and be like I want a separation I want this all that and be like okay <laughs> see you tomorrow yeah and I think that's one of the reasons why people kind of have that skewed ideology because you're you- stuck. Yeah. Essentially, you start. You can't. You can't really go nowhere. I mean, granted, like yes, you could get a divorce, but at the same time, God, if if you are in a godly or God Holy Ghost filled marriage, He not gonna let you run like mm-hmm. that. And I don't believe God is gonna tell it's anyone to get a he's divorce. Not gonna let you because the Lord gives us free will, but He's not gonna sign off on that. Yeah, no, 
And I think he more than anything, he's probably going to get to you first before you sign them papers. Um, yeah. So, yep. like, and that's another reason why y'all shouldn't just marry any and everybody. That brings up a different another the next point of this conversation. How important? So, uh, I was I was scrolling on Instagram and Jamal Miller, who we know, uh, he he posted something that said, "Who I we know? You used to work for him." <laughs> Why oh yeah, I didn't. You know, I try to. I try to to reserve parts of myself. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> I didn't want people to know I used to work act with Jamal. Like y'all didn't hear that. No, that's okay. But because granted, I loved working with Jamal, so I'm not tripping. Uh, but when it came to, or when uh, scrolling through Instagram, he posted this, and I thought it was super good because at first I used to believe the opposite, and then I said, "No oh, way." Yeah, you told me to read that, and I didn't read that. He said. <laughs> I didn't marry for just love. I married for money. And at first I was like. How many likes are on that? Because it probably went viral, didn't it? Yeah. It went. He did 3,441. Um, that's. Um, I mean, that's good for his, his yeah. page. Um, yeah. I, I, think I, I think it went viral on Facebook. I'm like, why is everybody sharing this? But I ain't read it because it's too doggone long. <laughs> yeah. So I'll read some of it. But. You know, it made me think because I used to be a, someone that, no, I ain't married for money. No, I ain't like, no, no, I'm married for love. And then I got married and I said, whoa. I said, I didn't just marry for love either. And there was a time when we first got married where somebody who was so nameless, stupid. That what? is just so stupid. What? People solely marrying for just love. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And that's the thing. Like, so when we got married, I remember somebody who remained nameless because we don't talk to them no more said to me, she said, hey, somebody said that, you know, you married Larissa because you're a marketer and it's like a marketing tactic for you. And I said, no, like, why would I do that? Then I thought back and I said, it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not (laughs) a bad thing. But initially, I don't think you ever had that thought. No, I I definitely didn't have that thought. I don't think anybody who marries for love and money has the thought of it being money right i think there's some psychological mindset that you see somebody and you marry them based off the grip of love but also you see the things that they bring to the table right like i don't think you just wake up and say i'm marrying this person because they got a lot of money like right. no nah, that's, that's just that's not right. how this works so it's, it's like a skill you have to weigh everything right so jamal said he said i didn't marry for just love i married for your money or from no, I'm not married for your money. Wow, I didn't marry for just love. I married for money. Okay, before you come on my neck, allow me to explain. Eighty six, eighty six percent of millionaires are what married. Oh, <laughs> the Bible states in Ecclesiastes four nine, um, two are better than one, for they have a better return for their labor. So when God said, hey, not, I ain't never seen that in my life. It's there. Wow. I promise you it's there. So when God said, this boy, a pastor, pastor, let me tell you that right now. I don't know. I mean, granted, he's, he's making a whole lot of money doing what he's doing, but that boy, a pastor at heart. So, mm-hmm. so when God said it is not good for man to be alone, he meant more than just com- uh, companionship. He was also stating it is not good for man to build alone. But for some reason, we have di- or diluted who we choose to marry to simply falling in love with someone and then just hoping that everything else in the relationship will fall into place. We love each other. Falling in love with someone is easy, but building a successful life with someone is hard. The person you marry will be the biggest indicator on your ability to build wealth than any other person on this planet, especially if you're an entrepreneur. 
So you need more than just a love partner. You need a purpose partner, someone who will be willing to sacrifice during the hard seasons, yet be prepared to steward during the abundant season, someone who knows how to pray at night and pursue during the day, someone who sees vision with their eyes closed and sees opportunities with their eyes open. When I got married eight years ago, I was broke, broke. But I had a big vision and knew I needed someone that was willing to go through the trenches with me to build the empire God was calling us to have. From being on food stamps to having a net worth that has zero, six zeros in it, my wife has been the most critical person to our success, and we're just getting started. Start following your heart when it comes to love and relationships. Start leading your heart. Mm. If you're single and agree with this, comment below. Lord, help me find my purpose partner. <laughs> so... He said a mouthful. What was that? A promo for pray for your spouse or something? No, he's just oh. been doing these random like. Um, I thought it was soon, but he's been he's been dropping a lot of gems lately. But you know, case in point, it does matter who you marry, and a lot of people marry based off of love, based off of how they feel with someone. But when I tell you when I, when I was, um, I tell I tell this brief story all the time, but I don't know if I. I had to go back in the record to see if I said this, but there was a time before Larissa where I was contemplating. I wouldn't say I was between two thoughts, but I was between two. Do I stay? Do I go? Do I pursue? Do I do this? And obviously it's, it's no uh, secret that before Larissa, like I was, I guess you would call it an entanglement at that point, um, mm-hmm. but an emotional entanglement. But, you know, I had been friends with someone for six years. We had dated, uh, we had broken up. We had been friends. We were doing dating activities. We were acting like a couple, but not a couple. We were doing all these different things and brought a lot of emotional confusion, things like that. But, you know, long story short, before Larissa came into my life, I, I sat down with my cousin. We were at Bar Louie, and we were talking about this person. And I said, man, you know what I'm starting to realize? This person's great. Love her. She's, she's dope. You know, whatever. But she can't get me to the next level. And that was the first time I was able to verbalize that she can't get me to the next level. I know a lot of people will hear that and say, oh, that's such arrogant of you to say, but hear me carefully. I take it. I didn't take it lightly at all. When I read a man that finds a wife, finds a good thing and receives favor. That means a whole lot to me. Maybe not to you, but to Elliot Nelson at that point in time. It meant me and like, it meant a whole lot to me. I looked at six years of life and I said, what did this person bring to my life? I met Larissa and in three months, probably, you know, less than that. She brought more value than any person has brought to me in six years. Dang. Yikes. Sorry to that girl. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. I mean, but, it, it, she just wasn't yours. But That's all right. This is one of the things I'm going to talk to the fellas real quick and to the ladies too. But this is one of the things that this is my one off video I need to do. But what I want you to pay attention to with a lot of people, it's not about if you're falling in love with this person. That's one indicator. You can fall in love with a lot of people. Heck, you can fall in love with a dog. I know. And that's that's how like the way the the enemy can use love. He can he can tie you into somebody that, that really is bringing nothing to your life. But one of the things that, that I realized, and my, my cousin said this, he said, he said, you call yourself a king, but you need a king maker. Mm. He said, 
what women are are king makers. And I know a lot of y'all talk on social media like I don't build no man. I don't I ain't helping no man. I ain't doing none of the ma'am of God. Like this is and this is the other ideology of marriage that I hate. Y'all want perfection out of people. Yeah. Y'all want the man to be a hundred percent who he is now. But then a moment something happens, the moment a storm comes, the moment that he does something out of character, then you all right, like, you know, this ain't like he has he has a chance to be mm. able to build and grow. And I'm like, guilty. Oh, well, I didn't know she was guilty. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's been a couple times. I'm like, all right, I'm about to choke up the deuces because he broke my heart. He let me down for the first time. Remember the first time I, you uh, hurt me, quote unquote? Yeah, and then you look back and you said that was really stupid. It was, <laughs> but I mean, it was it was real, though. You really did hurt my feelings. Yeah, I was ready to bounce. Yeah, and ooh, that's another. And people a, had to talk some sense to me, like, "Girl, are you serious? You're not ready for marriage if you like that." But that's another. We're gonna save that yeah. for later on in this episode. But <clears throat> to don't like like you, with you looking for perfection all the time, you're skewing you're skewing your life. Like you're looking for this bomb person. Kevin saying you talk about it all the time. Like you're looking for a high value person. Looking for them to have everything together. I woe to anybody who does not have it all together. Looking for someone who has it all together. Yeah. Because one, I say, I say it often. What do you have to grow into? You want a complete person? I'm not talking about being whole. I'm talking about someone who has it all together. So, so you want a complete person? That means that that person that you're with will never grow anymore. Will never change anymore. Mm-hmm. Will never evolve anymore. Your marriage will be stagnant because now he's comfortable in where he's at. You're comfortable where he's at. Bottom line, women are king makers. There's no fun in that. And the Lord don't get no glory out of that. He don't get no glory. Like, it never makes sense to me. Like, before I started, before we, uh, Larissa and I met, it was, yo, I want an imperfect woman. He would always say that. And I would always be like, are you sure? Because, uh... (laughs) I'm the most imperfect thing you you gonna get. Well, not to not to joke on you, but you are imperfect. Um, well, duh. <laughs> but I think every time like there's there's something that happens, I think this is what I pray for. All right, <laughs> like cool, like and, and also not even just to the fact that I'm praying for an imperfect person, but I was praying that my wife will accept me as an imperfect man because I ain't perfect. I might do yeah. a lot of things right, and that was hard for me to do because. He did do a lot right. And to me, in my eyes, I'm like, dang, I never had no man like this before. He's righteous and ratchet. He looked good. He chocolate. He did see that. He did that. And so the first time he kind of hurt my feelings, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You Jesus Jr. looking mother. <laughs> how you, how you going? How you going to do me like that? Because I'm imperfect. And I told myself, I said, listen, nobody is really Jesus Jr., other than your daddy, no, I'm just kidding. No, we really do call my dad Jesus Jr. because he's pretty close. But <laughs> Elliot is pretty close too in my eyes. Like he's the epitome of dying to your flesh. You know, I'm trying to be like Christ and just all the other good things that the Bible talks about. Like he is that personified. And so when he has a moment in his flesh or when he's human. When he shows his humanity, not so much anymore, but in the past, that was kind of hard for me to do because I'm just like, 
Golly. And so the Lord had to show me that I was looking at marriage through a different kind of flawed perspective mm-hmm. because ain't nobody perfect. And I was yep. basically looking at my husband through a lens of a, of perfection because of what I had gone through in the past with a plethora of other men. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of reason why people are broken in, in and of itself yeah. is because and, and that that is a form of brokenness. Yeah, that's a form of brokenness. It's mm-hmm. like you might have, even though you might, and and this is why we need to keep ourselves on the altar, mm-hmm. and we need to keep our hearts open and receptive to the transformation that needs to take place yeah. in order for us to look like Christ. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, there's a uh, a hip hop artist I listen to named Swoop, and our this one line stuck with me in the album that he dropped in 2014. Here we go, Elliot reciting the. You know, I always got I I got a lyric somewhere. Literally, you have a freaking lyric for everything. Lyric oh my god, I have never met anybody that's a good, like this That's a good uh, Instagram. I should start oh lyrics and, stri- and scriptures. That's that's dope. Anyway, the lyric he said was, um. I'm human. I'm prone to fail you. Sorry. So at some point, he said, I'm human. I'm prone to fail you. R.E. So at some point, I'm going to fail you. Sorry. And immediately I said, wow, one, that's a killer bar. Number two, dang, he right. He said, I'm human. I'm, I'm prone to fail you. And ever since then, I said, I made it a point to let any woman that wanted me know, I'm going to fail you. You ain't making no daggone point. I said it to you in more ways than one. No. Hey, like don't don't expect perfect. I've told you when we first started talking, don't expect me to be perfect. I do a lot of things right because that's who I am, not not to hide anything. Like I'm just that's how I was raised. Right. Not only that, not only raised by my father, but raised by my heavenly father. So I'm going to do a lot of things right, of course. Oh, that's good. See, and that's a benefit of having good parents. But I'm also human. <laughs> And my and my, and clearly my my human nature came out a couple weeks ago, like uh, uh, yeah. We, we won't we won't disclose that a whole lot, but like I'm human. I'm going to fail you, but just because I fail you does not mean that you should look to divorce. Not right. saying my wife looked to divorce, but I'm just saying like that that, that doesn't mean that it's the end. Of, now, if I fail you in that, and like I did a couple weeks ago, if I do that several other times. Okay. <laughs> like, all right, we, there's a clear issue here. There's a difference between, like, demonic oppression right. and just a simple human, like, human flesh no, sin issue. there are no grounds. And, and let me say this very, very, uh, very uh, carefully. Oh, you're going back to your Instagram. I, I remember you, you called a war on Instagram when you what? said this. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I remember now. There are no grounds for divorce. Okay, and when you flip to that New Testament and see that scripture about a woman leaving her husband, or, or uh, you know, what is it in? It's in Corinthians, right? I think so, but I have to do my Google's in right now. I don't have to. talking about. Um, hold Let's on, the, let me find it because I, I I need to be exact here. Hold on, give me a second. Yeah. Uh, well, our family, both of our families, really, you know, said, "Don't you utter the word D, the, the utter the D word." 
And the yeah. reason why is because Oh yeah, in in our uh, marriage small group they were just talking about that. Oh yeah, yeah, in a small group too. It is in um first Corinthians. I was right. Okay. Uh, she know her, her she know her Bible. Uh, she know more than me sometimes. Let's see. First Corinthians seven and ten through eleven. Now let me pull up. This is interesting because I knew that there was some script I I I was drawing a blank as you were talking about it. Like Yeah, yeah, it, it's in uh Corinthians will get you straight, honey, okay? <laughs> yeah, there is no grounds for, like, we got to fight through. I remember I was having conversations with your mama. I don't know if she said anything about this conversation. Okay, th- listen to this. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 10. This is the new King James, new Jimmy. New Jimmy. <laughs> keeping, in, in, in its title, keeping your marriage vows. Now, to the married woman. Wait. Hold on. Now to the married. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now to the married, I command, yet not I, but the Lord. This is not um, Paul talking. I think this is Paul who's author of Corinthians, but this is not him. This is the Lord. But the Lord. Okay. So this is the Lord, the Lord commanding us. A wife is not to depart from her husband, but even if she does depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. And a husband is not to divorce his wife. But to the rest, I, not the Lord, say, if any brother has a wife who does not believe and she is willing to leave him, then blah, blah, blah. And uh, hold on, hold on. Give me a second because I'm, I'm getting down to it. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Otherwise, your children should be unclean, blah, blah, blah. Um, but if the unbelievers depart, let him depart, brothers and sisters. Is it in this one? I think you just read it. It's not like you just read no, it. No, 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 no. Because talking about um, basically cheating. Okay. Oh, 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 I know what scripture you're talking about. Yeah, and I thought um, I thought it was this one. Because that was the only ground. Like, adultery was the ground for cheating. I mean, for, for divorce, for separation. Yes, but hold on, give me a second. I remember that scripture. I just can't. Okay, so this is 1 Corinthians 7 and 1. Now concerning the things of which you wrote to me, principles of marriage, that's what it's titled. It is good for men to not touch a woman nevertheless because of sexual immorality. Uh-huh. Let each man have his own wife and let each woman have her own husband. Own. One. Yeah. Uno. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> let the husband render to his wife the affection due to her. Mm-hmm. A man, a man. And likewise, <laughs> the wife to her day. <laughs> the wife does not have authority over her. Okay, I don't want to read this. <laughs> you better read all of it. Read all no, of it. No, hold on. You're going to have us yeah. have a part two up here because you, you want to trip. Now to the, I'm trying to find out. Basically, it is. Um, I said something about. Yeah, and I can't find it. But anyway, since we're running out of time, what I want, the point that I wanted to make, that scripture was addressing the church at Corinth. This is not. Let me. Matthew. Let me okay. So, obviously. We all have the Holy Ghost for a reason, right? Like, use wisdom when it comes to stuff like this. But this specific scripture is not applicable. Mm, okay? okay? So when it says, in a nutshell, 
y'all can get a divorce if somebody cheated. You boo. Mm. Okay. To and I tried to use. It's told me and described like applicable for everybody. This is just what the Lord told me because He knows how I am. He knows what's in my heart. He knows the purpose and the plans that he has for my marriage. Wait, 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 wait. So so let me let me go ahead and say this, even though I would never do this. You mean to tell me the Lord told you specifically that, hey, if Elliot was to ever cheat, no, you better not leave? The Lord told me that there are no grounds for divorce in this marriage. Okay. Period. Okay. Thing like And I'm I'm not telling and this is what I said on my Instagram stories as well. If you getting your tail beat every single day, getting a black eye, not to leave, like that's just not that's, wisdom. Yeah, that's not what. That's not. And the Bible yeah. has a lot to say about wisdom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But in my marriage specifically, there ain't no grounds for divorce. There's nothing because Elliot and I both are so submitted to the Holy Ghost. If something were to happen, literally the next day the Lord's gonna fix it. Literally, like. <laughs> It's, like, it's just not it's it's not we're too submitted have divorce as an option yeah and i'm not saying that boastfully because honestly you do want to do we want to explain what happened in some so no, many ways no, no? okay no nope. okay that stays here okay um there there's just just so y'all know i didn't cheat but there there's no ground for divorce and I believe that if you are a believer, a submitted believer, because there's a difference between you proclaiming Jesus and be your Lord. Yeah. Like, you know that Jesus is your savior, but is he your Lord? Is he your king? Are mm-hmm. you in the kingdom and Jesus is your king? Yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> Just out of like, I think we were just pregnancy, on the guys <laughs> mess me up. Not not this pregnancy. Now hold on. They Past know what pregnancy. I'm talking about. Yeah, I know, but you know, people anyway, like to jump. So, um, I gotta stop giving y'all disclaimers, but I have to give y'all disclaimers because y'all love to fish. Yeah, they, y'all <laughs> but it's all good. Um, I think oh, we were talking. We're on a conversation of of leaving, like you, like just simply. Oh, divorce is not an option. If you are submitted to Jesus as your Lord. If he has lordship over your life, lordship over your marriage as well. You can't believe God change your heart, change your mind, change your views, change all of these things and by your behavior not let him touch your marriage. Mm, that's good. And it's like Marriage, but relationships. Yeah, relationships in general. It's like we believe the Lord to do all of these extravagant things. Like heal, heal me from lupus, heal me from cancer, let my limbs grow back. You know, uh, uh, help me to not be gay anymore. And you know, all of these dramatic transformations, right? And He can do it. Obviously, He's a. That's what He does. That's what salvation is. You know, you're believing these things, you're believing all of these dramatic things, or for these dramatic things, rather, 
and you don't believe that he can change the heart of your husband yeah. or that he could change mm. the heart of your wife, yeah. it, it's just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it doesn't. I, I think for most people, though, I like I've always thought it was weird that we don't give God our relationship life, our romantic life. Yeah, because it's almost like God who created everything is going to give you a lesser than type of person. Right. Um, but more importantly, he's not going to move when you're like, it's weird. It, it, you, that That's orphan talk to me. Mm-hmm. If I if I'm being being real honest, like it's it's almost like you look at God as a deadbeat. Um, like he not yeah. gonna he not gonna show up for you, uh, and that's one of the things I've seen it in my own marriage. Like I'm looking for God to do something in my wife, and then the next day, hey babe, I'm looking up like thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> Didn't know you moved that fast. Um, but yo, like it, like I think a lot of a lot of what we said today is is just mainly the fact that yo like we want to challenge y'all perspective of what y'all think through through marriage because a lot of what y'all think is really terrible. Um, more importantly, and it's not scripturally. It, it, it's not scripturally based. Oh, that's the point I wanted to go back to is the fact that everyone wants to leave when something happens. Like you're not ready for marriage if you're ready to cut off somebody. And the, the thing, the the bottom line, screaming and shouting, mirror of Christ in church. Marriage is the mirror of Christ in church. It's a reflection. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that means like. We're supposed to do the things that Christ did for us. <laughs> exactly. Literally. When scripture says, I would never leave you nor forsake you. No. So I'm supposed to leave or forsake my wife nope. because we got into Mm-mm. an argument. No. Nope. You're supposed to give more grace, more patience, more love, more. And like it's all not of these, easy, y'all. No, it's not. It's but not. They, they're fruit for a reason. It's like you have to you have to plant these seeds in your marriage yeah. for you to have a, a, a harvest of all of these Things that you want out of it. Yeah. I was having a conversation with, and this is my last point and then we can go, but I was having a conversation with uh, uh, my barber at the time. And he, not at the time, my barber uh, and a homie of mine, he was talking to me about, you know, a girl or whatever. Um, he said, man, like, you know, she dope, but it just seems like she's like, he was like, I read something that she said one day where she was talking about, you know, any, if any of anybody do her wrong, that she cuts them off immediately. It's like that's a weird way to oh to live. Y'all and, I said, are so and, and this person, you know, is is a little older and things like that. And I said to him, I said, "Man, I think it's interesting that people think this way because at the end of the day, like that's not how relationships work. And you want to be married, sis, you're gonna have to sis or sir, you're gonna have to figure it out. Like, yeah, you want to leave every five seconds? That's a problem. It's a problem, but I I get the whole." Not settling thing versus am I accepting this too much? Yeah, but some people settling or some people who say, like, I don't want to settle. Y'all looking for freaking Michael B. Jordan and Kelly Rowland. Yeah. And yeah. stuff like that. And, like, and I, y'all are having real unreal. this and you, that's what it is. Unrealistic expectations. Yeah, you have unrealistic expectations about the person that you want to be with. More importantly, you have unrealistic expectations of marriage. Every married person in your life has told you what marriage is, and you still want to yeah. live in this la-la land. Y'all make me sick. I'm sorry. That just made me mad. Y'all make me sick. We keep telling y'all that it ain't what y'all been talking about online. That's really nice. Stop having these stupid yeah. conversations. And, and that's the thing. It, and you said it before. It really be the unmarried folk. <laughs> it be it's the like unmarried the married folk. folk are sitting here telling we're, y'all. We're quiet as for, a mouse. And for some reason, y'all think that, you know. All these millennial married folk. 
Yeah, and, and y'all think the other way is better. And we're not saying it. I think Lecrae tweeted this. What? Let me pull it up. <laughs> Let me pull it up. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> he said something. I was like, dang, this is really, really good. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I just, I don't be retweeting with Lecrae like I used to, but. Hold on. Let me see. Because my wife be into Lecrae. Like, <laughs> this is stuff I pray for, I y'all. Do. I love him. Singleness are two different types of hard and awesome. One isn't better than the other. The grass is greener where, where you, water. you water it. I remember I saw him say that. Yep. So one ain't better than the other. And that's what he, he literally said. One isn't better than the other. It's so not. it's not like, oh, yeah, being married is, is better than being single. Now, I will say for me. I would much rather be. Being married is better than being single. Mm-hmm. Can't have salvation and be single, y'all. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. Me, me too. The devil be getting a hold of me. He had a hold of me, and uh, that's another conversation <laughs> for another day. We were supposed to talk. We we actually plan on doing a, a sexual and moral uh, uh, podcast episode, so maybe we'll go deeper yeah, there. I, I mm, singleness <laughs> is, is it's not a gift <sighs> for me. It's a curse. I don't see how single as great as sex is. I don't see how singleness can be a gift for anybody. No, it, but that's, that's I mean, it has its perks. You know, you can focus on yourself. You don't really have any obligations or responsibilities outside of yourself. But honey, listen, let me just say I'm grateful mm, for the gift wanna, of marriage. Want to be grateful tomorrow or tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know. I just want to, you know, to I guess encourage. I hate saying the word. I just want to encourage y'all. I just want to encourage y'all. I just want to encourage y'all. It sounds so whack. Churchy. So it's whack and churchy, man. But no, for real, I do want to want to put it in your head, man. That yo, like, experience of marriage, like, you don't have to do it the way the world wants you to do it. It's not just uh, a, a piece of paper, you know. No, like, that's not how this works, you know. And again, I said I said it earlier on in the episode. I want to see y'all get these tax benefits, <laughs> right? Because I was actually reading something about um, the married tax benefits, like literally today when you were gone. Yeah, they like they they reward you yeah. for being married. Literally, mm-hmm. they reward you for having children, all these different things. But the tax benefit for marriage, you can't get when you just being boyfriend and girlfriend and no, nope. you know, like that's it. So, no, and and you can't if your husband is sick on his deathbed, you can't make no but, decision. I mean, not your husband, your boyfriend. You think they're gonna call you first? No, they they're call him mama and daddy. They're not because That's, you don't have any legal ties to him outside nope. of y'all sex. No, nope. and uh, and the one thing I, I explained to my, I'll even say I explained to my sister because she was you know talking about staying at home and uh, I'm so sick of it. I said, well, you are under the protection and care of. Those two parents still, yeah. no matter how old you are, 25, 28, 30, until you're married, yeah. from a biblical perspective, you mm-hmm. are under their care. Yeah, because you, you have to be under somebody. I knew it was real for me when I had my first job in Indiana and the emergency contact was not my dad or my mom. It was Larissa. <laughs> Boom. That's my wife. That's the first phone call. Yeah. Oh, better be her again. <laughs> So, yeah, there's just a lot of things that, like, y'all talk about on here that, that you feel like marriage is a scam. It's not a scam. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. It's, going, it's going to reveal a lot about yourself, and it's going, to, it's going to work to the perfection of you. 
Like God yeah. wants to use marriage to perfect. That's the word. God wants to use marriage to perfect you. And that's why a lot of people are afraid of it. Because you don't want to look. They don't want to face themselves. You want to face yourself. And it's a mirror. And people say, oh, marriage is a mirror. No, for real. Like, literally, it's it, a mirror. It is a mirror. I had a moment the other, or maybe a couple of weeks ago. I said, you know, maybe I'm not the best husband that I thought I was. Mm, and, I mean, granted, like, you think I'm a good husband. I think I'm a good husband, but now I'm on a mission to be not just a great husband, but I'm on a master being a husband mm-hmm. because it's not just enough to be good. Yeah. And who wants to master being a boyfriend? <laughs> right. Like literally who wakes up and says, oh, I want to master being a, a boyfriend. I want to master being a girl. What? It's easy. It's easy to be a boyfriend and girlfriend. It's hard to be a husband and yeah. a wife. Yeah. So that- there's, there's nothing silly. Y'all like, there's no covenant. There's nothing sealing y'all within that entity of boyfriend. Oh. And I don't, I wouldn't even count that as an entity. I'm just saying. In that relationship, there's no seal. Yeah. And if there is a seal, it's illegal. But yeah. I digress. So at the end of the day, I want to be a better husband. I think I'm striving every single day to be a better husband because there is literally no cap. Like, there's, there's no cap yeah. to your growth as a husband and as a wife. Uh, and I want y'all to think through that. Like, how how marriage is important for you in this season, even if you're single, will you benefit greatly from it? And please don't marry nobody that's not an asset to your life. Anyway, yep. for all of those out there, uh, we got to pay some bills. Uh, it's not a break. It's time for us to close. But uh, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, uh, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram, Air Society, H-E-I-R-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y on Instagram. You can subscribe to this podcast on Air Podcast on Apple Podcast. Go ahead and leave a rating. Chanel, this is a, a, a little teaser to her because she actually made a, a comment on our Apple Podcast reviews and said, love the uh, podcast, but we would love to hear Elliot's side of his love story. So What? She ain't never heard it? No, she. I told her a long time ago that I was going to do a video about my side of things because I felt like I, I had... You've been- I never really gotten, there was like a lot of deep things that happened on my side that she, like I said I was going to say because I felt like it was a good testimony and I just never did it because. Oh, Oh, Chanel, I'm going to call you girl. (laughs) (laughs) We got to catch up. So, yeah. uh, So, I I will be doing that at some point. Maybe that's a one-off episode or, yeah, because I don't think you need to be present for that. But for everybody out there, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Share this with somebody. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Like, whatever, review, comment, rate, 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 all those good things. And we'll see you on the other side. We are heirs. Peace.